1: One thing I love more than coming on this program and telling you all the good news of the day, and that is, ah, uh, eating Bilt bars because it's like <laughs> a candy bar. I mean, who wouldn't love it? Bilt bars have 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, seven grams of protein. My wife loves them. Stu's wife loves them, but they like them because they're healthy. la 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 la. I like them because they have real chocolate, 100% real chocolate. I don't know how they make them. Probably some sort of witchcraft or voodoo. I don't really care. It tastes great. Built.com. Go there, use the promo code Beck, and get 15% off your order. Now, use the promo code Beck and save 15%. 15%. Stay in shape. Have a great snack. And uh, enjoy all of the different flavors at Built.com. That's Built.com. you sick twisted freak last night it happened
0: in order to make america great and glorious again i am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the united states
1: i have the balls and the strikes on both trump and desantis he announced last night in one of the most disciplined speeches i've ever seen him give And the media, of course, loved it. We'll tell you all about it in 60 seconds. Sad to say, but there are a lot of people right now that want nothing more in life than to steal your stuff. Wouldn't it be great if people would just leave other people alone? You know, why? I don't get it, you work so hard to be a bad guy. It's so much easier just to live off the government, quite honestly. They'll use the most sinister, sophisticated ways possible to do it. And if you think you're immune, you're wrong. If you think that cybersecurity doesn't apply to you, it's uh, probably uh, just a matter of time until it's your turn. Because everything we do is online light right now, and you don't want to cut internet safety out of the budget. Right now, you can get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock, top of the line in cybersecurity, with both preventative measures to keep you safe, and because nobody can monitor everything, access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Join now, save 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BEC and save 25% off at 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. So, I don't know, did, did you watch the uh, speech uh, yesterday? Yeah, a good chunk of it. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I watched, uh, I watched most of it myself. I've never seen him that disciplined. He did everything that he needed to do and none of the other crap uh, which would have gotten him in trouble. Uh, He did not take on Ron DeSantis or anybody else uh, in the uh, GOP, did not eat his own. He instead reminded people to vote for Georgia, uh, vote in Georgia for Walker. He reminded people of his accomplishments and what America used to be like just two short years ago and then laid out an agenda to bring it back. He also did not bring up the 2020 election, which I thought him being focused forward is the biggest thing that he he had to do. And he did it last night. Um, Now, because I call balls and strikes, there's the good things that Trump did. Uh, DeSantis, I think, stumbled yesterday. Stop it. Stop it. Yesterday he came out and he said something about Trump. I, I don't even remember what it was. Uh, he, he, I mean, people asked. Well, people asked
2: him about Trump attacking him, and I think what his quote he said he said it wasn't that bad. He said, oh, "You know, incoming fire's part of the gig." You know, I just say, look at the scoreboard from last week. Yeah, I mean, he, I, here he is, cut four. Like to
0: know what you think about Trump's big announcement and
2: some of the less than flattering comments he has made about
3: you. Well, you know, one of the things I've learned, like learned in this job, is. Um, uh, when, you're do, when you're leading, when you're getting, getting things done, yeah, you take incoming fire. That's just the nature of it. Uh, I roll out of bed in the morning. I've got corporate media outlets that have a spasm, just the fact that I'm getting up in the morning. And it's constantly attacking. And this is just what's happened. I don't think any governor got attacked more, particularly by corporate media, than me over my four-year term. And yet I think what you, what you learn is all that's just noise. And really what matters is, are you leading, are you getting in front of issues, uh, are you delivering results for people, and are you standing up for folks? And if you do that, then none of that stuff matters. And, and that's what we've done. we focused on results and leadership. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I would just uh, tell people to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. It, it was the, the, the greatest uh, Republican victory in the history of the state of Florida.
1: I don't know. I think that's the right tone for him. I mean, he can't. You know, I would have he's just liked him. And... I just would have liked him to say, "Yeah, Trump helped me out," and I have no problem with Trump. And that's just me, nitpicky. But okay. I just would like. I would just like somebody to surrender here and say, I, "I don't have enemies in the GOP." I'd like somebody to play Ronald Reagan. And I thought Donald Trump did the best that Donald Trump can do last night. He didn't fire off any shots, which I thought was amazing. Of course, it wasn't enough for the media. Oh, boy. Uh, Donald Trump uh, announces he's running for president in 2024. Uh, This is uh, from The Washington Post. Donald Trump, the twice impeached former president who refused to concede defeat and inspired a failed attempt to overturn the 2020 election, culminating in a deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol, officially declared on Tuesday night that he's running to retake the White House in 2024. Well, I think that was totally fair and and balanced, don't you? So let's uh, look at CNN. Former President uh, Donald Trump aiming to become the only second uh, commander in chief ever elected to two non-consecutive terms announced Tuesday night he will seek the Republican presidential nomination. Then he goes into uh, then it goes into a quote. Trump delivered a relatively subdued speech, rife with spurious and exaggerated claims about his four years in office, despite a historically divisive presidency and his own role in inciting an attack on the U.S. So at least at CNN, it took him three paragraphs where where the Washington Post got it all in uh, at, at, at once uh, NPR donald trump who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election and inspired a deadly riot at the capitol in a desperate attempt to keep himself in power announced he's running again for president in 2024 i mean just but despite the bias
2: like does anyone think that we forgot like that he was president of the United States and that there was this concert. Like we all remember the story. You don't need to remind us. They all put it in the headlines. Like Donald Trump who organized a coup wants to be president. Okay. We got what you think about that story. Like you have covered it at length
1: several times. Yeah. But I think that there might be a Senator from Pennsylvania who might re- remember that. Um, so we have NPR. Let's see. Who else do we have? Well, Los Angeles times. Trump doesn't want your vote in 2024, just your obedience while he trashes the U.S. again. So I think it was fair and balanced. I think they were so dumb. They were open. Uh, Uh. Then you have from Politico, three major cable cable news networks, CNN, Fox and MSNBC to different extents, limited their airtime of President Donald Trump's speech Tuesday evening in which he an announced his 2024 presidential campaign. MSNBC did not air the primetime speech at all. Fox and CNN cut away from the more than hour-long address. Uh, Trump verbally announced his candidacy. Fox cut away 15 minutes later than CNN and then switched back to Trump. Uh, I, uh, th- this, this brings up one thing, and I, and I just don't think that Trump is... He's very comfortable speaking... He is really good at large events like that, but I would have liked to see him do it in 20 minutes. And and knowing that he is the best in off the cuff and long format, but to regain independence and people who are buying into all of the crap, uh, he really he needs to have a much shorter thing so people will watch it and consume it. Uh, that would not normally consume these things. I mean, it could just be left up to a social team. Let's see what they do with his speech tonight. He also needs to get back onto Twitter. Uh, and I know he has his own truth social. Uh, but, Mr. President, please, please take my advice. I didn't do YouTube up until, what, two years ago? Uh, and that's because we put everything we had into the blaze. And it worked because we did build the blaze and the blaze is stronger now than ever before. Um, It served our core, but we realized we have to be where wherever people are. So we're on everything and it's important strategically to be on everything, no matter where people are. So I would urge you to try to get back on to uh, social media. I'm going to take a quick uh, Twitter in particular. Um, I'm going to take a quick break and then I want to come back and I want to tell you the story uh, from the, uh, the four presidents who have tried this before. Politico has a great article by Joshua Zeitz and uh, he writes about these four presidents who have run. Only one has won And they all have really good lessons in them. I'll share that with you coming up in just a second. Cynthia wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough greens. She says, I have two small breed dogs who have digestive issues. I've tried numerous brands of food, and I try to be selective in the type of treats that they receive, but not much helps. However, they just started using uh, Rough Greens. I started putting it in over their food, and I observed much less tummy distress. Are we talking about dog farts? Because they can be the worst. They obviously love it because they look at me imploringly until I pull out the rough greens bag. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for rough greens. Well, Cynthia, as somebody who has had a dog fart problem, uh, you know, in the house once in a while and have had to resort because big dogs uh, to bandanas over our our face for a couple of days. I understand it. I understand it. Rough Greens. I'm so <laughs> glad that it's working for your dogs. Rough Greens. They're so confident that your dog is going to love it. That they have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you your first bag free. Free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, Um, there are people that have made multiple multiple attempts, uh, multiple tries uh, at the presidency and have failed. Then. There's people like Joe Biden, who has been running for president, I think, since 1916, Mm -hmm. maybe
2: Uh, it it was not the 1916 race, but he got into the 1916. Yeah, okay. for for a later race so 1924 okay i think he was All running right. for eight years <laughs> for that one which right. <laughs>
1: then lost and then he plagiarized somebody else's speech yeah mm-hmm. but it was calvin coolidge yeah. and uh, not cool. a lot of people we didn't have the internet then mm. anyway um politico writes whatever whether trump succeeds may depend on his own motivation in running will he do it for power out of boredom or regret or simply to spite the naysayers The wounded president egos of the past might be a window into the mind of the most polarizing politician of our time. So they go into these four presidents, and it's important to remember, is he going to do it for power, out of boredom, out of regret, or spite? So 1840, presidential bid with Martin Van Buren, Um, he ran again. In 1848, he lost the election. He was um, I think he was Jackson's uh, vice president. And then uh, he went on um, after Jackson. Jackson said, you should be the president. And he won uh, the president. And then he lost his reelection bid. And it's interesting because uh, he was not he was a Democrat and he was clearly for. Slavery. Um, and when he got into office in 1837, uh, the, there was a once in a lifetime um, financial panic and it triggered a really deep recession. He was now wildly unpopular, so he lost his bid. And then in 1844, Van Buren attempted a, a comeback. But a fear. Listen to this. A fiercely contested Democratic convention instead nominated James Polk of Tennessee, an ardent expansionist and proponent of slavery. Remember, it's just the Democratic Party. Many of Van Buren's supporters would nurse a long grudge against Southern Democrats for thwarting his comeback. So he's going in and he loses the uh, bid for the Democrats. So he decides that he is going to. go with his son who started a third party, the barn burners. Um, He was indifferent about slavery and he didn't expect to win. What he was trying to do was reorder the party. He was trying to use his power to shift the party and still be the guy who's, you know, the power player. Um, He didn't, he didn't, he didn't win. Uh, In fact, uh, the election went to Zachary Taylor Because there was a third party, and so the Whigs took it, and then we never heard from him again.
2: Not a lot of people were indifferent on slavery, I feel like. I feel like that was like one you took a position on, Yeah, either way. Yeah, but I think that's (laughs) kind of
1: like there's a lot of people with abortion. Yeah, no, it's true. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think
2: people about will it. look back and be like, "Wait, you didn't take a position on babies dying?" <laughs> exactly. I don't. Wait, there's just no.
1: Wait, they were chopping them up,
2: uh, uh, huh. and you
1: were fine with. You're that. just like neutral, huh? Hmm. Okay, a little Switzerland on that one, huh? So Cleveland, Grover Cleveland is uh, is the next one. This is 1888. He's already been president. He's uh, he's running for reelection. But he's kind of, you know, he doesn't really care. He was <laughs> he's
2: indifferent just, on his own presidency. He was indifferent on okay. his own
1: presidency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, Benjamin Harrison uh, won. And this this particular election is very much like what we're facing now. It was very, very close. Um, and, you, you know, you didn't have a lot of swing going one way or another. So he retires and he goes to New York City and uh, he plays cribbage with his friends. He he goes to the theater and he goes out to eat and then goes out to eat some more. Mm. Uh, he eventually like this guy. eventually weighs three hundred pounds. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> and then he would take fishing trips out to Cape Cod. They'd have a hard time with the boat, but anyway, he then has his first child and he's like, oh, wow, I I feel like I just started to live. And so he goes and he tries to get nominated again. Uh, He's nominated, but then he kind of loses interest again. I guess if we just would have put food (laughs) at the end, he would have. But uh, he he did win, uh, but he won because of the tight electoral uh, electoral map. So during his uh, then the next one is um, Theodore Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, decides he's only going to run two terms he really regrets that and uh he's like uh yeah did i say i don't think i said what are you saying a
2: lot of people get into power and they they really regret
1: that decision don't they right uh and so he comes back from a year in africa you know just shooting animals what a bastard uh and he's upset that the conservative republicans had taken back over they were like yeah i don't think this administrative state is really what we should be for and so he gets very upset about that and tries to reverse the tide to be a party of you know more like mitch mcconnell and uh so the the republicans decide no we're against the administrative state so he decides to start his own party bull moose party he loses but again he lets the progressive Democrat Woodrow Wilson get in. So what do we have here? The last one is Hoover and Hoover was a big progressive, huge progressive. You notice anything about these things? Um, he fought to win the Republican uh, nomination, um, uh, after he left office, he, he starts to come back, and he wants to come back, I don't know, 1940. And the, the Republicans this time decide they want an even more progressive Republican. And so they get uh, Wendell Wilkie, and uh, neither one of them win. So the lesson here is Martin Van Buren's second run. It was about regaining or retaining power, not just the power of the presidency, but the lasting control of a movement and a party that renders Trump a defining force on the world stage. I personally think he already has that if he's like Grover Cleveland and like, how many games of golf can I play? And there's not enough all you can eat buffets because I don't want to wait 300 pounds. Um, then it's his for the taking, like 1892 it probably according to politico has to do with regret we know from recent reporting that trump and those in his orbit fault themselves for letting the judiciary civil service and political class thwart many of their ambitions they relish a second crack at it and he might you know be a little upset so there might be a little spite but he won't win if it's spite I personally think that it's none of these things because I've talked to him and in talking to him, he said something that was off camera, but very, very humble, shockingly so, um, and very heartfelt. When I talked to him, uh, he said, I can't believe what they're doing to the country. I can't. I mean, we had this. We had it fixed. We were on the right track and they have just destroyed it in less than two years and he said this is the part that i think this is why he's running i can't live with myself seeing all the millions of faces that i have talked to and i promised i would fix it and stand up for them after they stood up for me how am i gonna sit down and watch the country burn to the ground when i know i can help them when he said last night, the most important line, this is not my campaign, this is our campaign. I think that's why he's running. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Do you remember the last time you were completely out of debt? 16? Maybe... <laughs> It the, can you remember the last time childhood? Completely, yeah, yeah, it was childhood. Yeah, yeah. It's not always an easy task, but you're never in a better position financially than you are when you've wiped out debt. It allows you to save for the future. Enjoy the present more. Uh, and ra- right now is the, the best time to be out of debt, although you're going to need help most likely. And this is where American financing comes in. They're America's home for home loans, and they've been helping people just like you save money for over 20 years. Their salary-based mortgage consultants will help guide you through every step of the process, from the free mortgage review to whichever outcome works the best for you. They'll help you understand all of your options and the flexible terms to fast clo- closings they've got you covered at AmericanFinancing.net. That's americanfinancing.net or you can call them now they're waiting for your call at 800-906-2440 call them now
2: and go to blaze tv.com slash glenn you can get 30 bucks off your subscription right now if you use the promo code
1: stand up This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you have uh, joined us today. Thank you so much for uh, for listening. There's a couple of things going on today that we we want to uh, tell you about. Greg Abbott has declared an invasion at the southern border. Thank you, Greg, for actually standing up. This is the leadership from uh, Texas. I was expecting. Um, there's a couple of other things we got to get into the M- uh, the NBC reporter that has been suspended. That makes. Absolutely no sense whatsoever, unless you're looking at a a country that no longer values the truth uh, from their reporters. This guy was covered with documents. He asked the question. It was a recorded piece. So it went through editors and censors and everybody else before it got on the air. Why has he been disappeared It sends a really frightening message and makes it more and more important that we have places and outlets uh, like the Daily Wire or the Blaze. I invite you. I I want you to get the best value for your dollar, so I want you to explore all of them. I I think you'll come back to the Blaze and see that what we offer is uh, well worth your budget uh, and well worth uh, the gosh, what is it, like $5 a month uh, that you'd be paying, we would invite you to join us tonight. Now, this is not going to be on Blaze TV. <laughs> I don't know why exactly. This won't be on Blaze TV's YouTube page. This is going to be on my YouTube page. Uh, and I think the the speculation is, is that my page will reach more people uh, because – I think they have shut down the Blaze reach uh, quite a bit uh, more than they have mine. So tonight, if you don't have a, have a subscription, the Wednesday night special is on youtubecom slash Glenn Beck. Make sure you watch it now. You're not going to be able to see all of it because the questions from the audience get a little um, dicey. And um, and we wanted to make sure that nothing was edited out. So instead of running that and then risking losing our platform at uh YouTube, we have oh, we've decided to edit that portion out and come to the Blaze and watch it on Blaze TV. Blaze TV is offering uh a the biggest discount we have ever offered. It is so worth your time. It is blaze TV.com slash Glen. And uh, use the um, the promo code Stand Up, and you'll get thirty dollars off your year's subscription. That's thirty percent off. Now I played this um, a couple of days ago, but we had such huge reaction. But when you see this special tonight, this is only one of the cases that we're covering. These are all people that are under attack from the government or from the policies that we are following now. And one of the most important things is the right to your children. Well, there's a guy who has been fighting his ex-wife now over his son that she claims is a daughter. This kind of stuff is happening and can happen to you. This is one of the more egregious cases, I think. Uh, We cover it, and then we have the experts talk to you about what do you do if you're in this situation. This is the story from Jeff Younger about he and his two sons. That moment, the doctor places your newborn into your arms. Your entire world changes. I'll do everything in my power to keep you safe. I'll fight for you every single day. For Jeff... That moment arrived times two when his twin boys, James and Jude, were born. And from the start, Jeff loved being a dad.
0: I was the stay-at-home parent for them. I've raised them since they were the youngest children. And uh, we were very close and had a super tight bond right up until the courts took them away from me.
1: Everything changed when the boys were two years old. Jeff's then-wife began telling James that timeouts were only for little boys. And
0: that... The monsters only eat boys. You better not be a boy. Scaring him in, the, in these little timeouts. And when I put my foot down and stopped that, she filed for a divorce almost immediately. She's a pediatrician. And uh, using her connections with licensed care provider, she was able to get psychologists to basically force me out of my house.
1: And that's when the situation escalated again. Jeff, who then still had 50-50 custody, took this video of James when he was only three years old.
0: You're a boy, right? No. I'm a girl. Who told you you you're a girl? Mommy. She puts dresses on you? Oh, wow. And what else does she do? She buys my hat bands. Uh-huh. And she, and, <clears throat> she gets me hair clips. Oh, hair clips? Okay. She enrolled him in school as a girl under a fake girl's name. She started to uh, claim that i couldn't cut my son's hair and that i couldn't use male pronouns and she went to court to try to force me to use male pronouns at home to stop presenting him to the world as a boy this evening
1: there's a decision to share in a volatile custody case involving a seven-year-old's gender
2: this case has taken on a life of its own the central question being should a seven-year-old live as a boy or as a girl.
1: The custody battles continued, but Jeff's ex-wife used her connections with psychologists to force her hand. His 50-50 custody soon became every other weekend only.
0: This hurt the relationship between me and my sons tremendously. And my sons were very sad about it and cried about it all the time.
1: So James, now 10, has lived his short life in a whirlwind of confusion.
0: So there was a time when uh, every authority figure in my son's life except me was telling him he was a girl. His teacher at school, the principal, the police officer at school, the librarian was telling him he was a girl, the lunch lady was telling him he was a girl. His uh, brother, although he didn't want to, was forced to use his girl's name.
1: But there's one part of James's story that makes it even more tragic.
0: And here's the important thing to know about my case. My son has never presented as a girl to me. He only presents as a girl when he's with his mother. So my approach was just very simple, to show my son how great it is to be a man. So we just did all the things that, that I did as a boy. We hunted rabbits, we tracked animals, we did hikes. We didn't, we didn't need to worry about, we were able to tough everything out. And my, my son flourished under these conditions.
1: On the weekends, Jeff shared with his sons his love for boxing.
0: You know, he didn't think he could make it through those first workouts, you know? And and he he saw that we could tough it out together. We would get down there and do our our one hour of floor work, working on our abs, working on our core, and we could do all that together. In a boxing gym, everybody that does the work gets respect. And they enjoyed that. They were treated like young men.
1: Their time together shaped James immensely.
0: Became to understand themselves as in command of their world able to make changes in their world. And this eventually culminated in my son refusing to wear a dress at his mother's home because he likes being a man. He told the court-appointed counselor that he wanted to be a, a boy and wanted to go to school as a boy. The court-ordered counselor, she said, well, this, this child is saying he wants to be a boy. That must be because the father's making him say that. And on that basis, she recommended that the court take the children away from me because my son has to be a boy.
1: The boy's mother moved them to California and Jeff says she's already beginning a full transformation for James. He last saw them over a year ago, but Jeff's battle is far from over. In fact, quite the opposite is true.
0: But I assure you, I will not stop fighting for my son under any conditions. We say, save James, save thousands of children, so we don't forget those other children.
1: He's fighting for more than just his son. He's fighting for James, but also for all the other kids whose parents just won't speak up.
0: And in my daily prayers, I always remember the other children and their parents who either can't or won't fight for them. Save James?
1: Save thousands. So tonight you will see this and you will hear from the dad who we recorded this on Saturday night with a live studio audience. And when he started to speak, he said something right off the beginning that was, I mean, powerful, really powerful. He got a standing ovation after he said this. Um, He works three jobs to be able to afford the uh, lawsuits. He is uh, he's it's an incredible story, an incredible story. You don't want to miss. This is just one of the four. And the uh, special tonight is called Targets of Tyranny. This is all about what do you do when the government comes for your kids or the police try to seize your property or your money or the feds show up at your door or the ATF comes and says, we just want to take a look at your guns. This is really an important special. Uh, It is commercial free and you can watch about 80% of it live on youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. The last uh, the last segment you've watched about 90 minutes commercial free and the last segment uh, is uh, is on Blaze TV. You can watch the entire thing if you're a member and we appreciate your support. Uh, especially on something like this, and some people. Uh, I saw a couple
2: of comments. People saying, "Well, this is if this information is so important, why why are you charging people for it?" And it's well. Well, first of all, you're you're not. But second of all, <laughs> shouldn't you be? Because we spent a lot of money this on this. Stu- shouldn't you put it behind the like the paywall for subscribers? I mean, I,
1: I mean, I don't want to Stu Is the stu is the criticize. common sense <laughs> capitalist? Uh, and I appreciate that. However, the the discussion has been over and over on these really important specials. We hope that enough people will subscribe to pay for them, right? <laughs> uh, so we can continue to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I th- this one has to be seen. You will think differently after this. You've you as a conservative have never been asked to think in the ways you're going to think tonight. And it is imperative that you understand you're no longer the power. You, that's gone. You're no longer the one that can just whistle in the basement, hoping, hoping that there's nothing down, down there that is going to eat you in the Constitution. It's gone. It's gone. So we tried to show you what is actually happening and then give you the things that you need to do to be able to weather the storm. So, again, youtube.com slash Glenn for free. If you'd like to help us pay for this, it is commercial free on The Blaze and on YouTube. Uh, you can uh, you can join us. Biggest discount we have ever offered now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code STANDUP and you'll save $30 off of your one-year subscription. So you save 30%. That's blazetv.com slash glen promo code stand up. All right. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has a uh, promise that it makes that it will do good and never forget the heroes who have sacrificed everything to help keep us safe and to keep us free. It's their annual season of hope, and between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will be delivering mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America, uh, America's catastrophically injured veterans and fallen first responder families, and also Gold Star families. Maggie was a 26-year-old when she deployed to uh, Afghanistan in 2015, a few months in, permanently dis- uh, disabled and injured by a suicide bomber. Tunnel to Towers was there, and this winter, delivering a fully adapted mortgage-free smart home to Maggie and her family for the holidays. Smart homes are vital in easing the financial burdens many veterans face, and it will make their lives a lot easier. These are designed with their special needs in mind. This is just one case, an example of what Tunnel to Towers is doing, but they need your help to keep doing it. I think this is a fantastic charity. America's heroes and their families this holiday season will find a home. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two T, dot org. The Glenn Back Program. So uh, the G20, the big gala was happening uh, last night, and, uh, and Joe Biden said he needed to attend a few items, uh, and so he couldn't attend. So, wait, he flies all the way on the other side of the world and then doesn't go to the gala, the, T, the G20? Uh, I don't think he had anything to do except sleep. I think that's probably what he was doing. He is really sliding into the abyss fast. However, yesterday it was Joe Biden that said, yeah, I don't think these were Russian missiles that hit um, Poland. They've been confirmed now that they are Ukrainian missiles, probably our missiles, uh, that were misfired and they hit Poland aiming for Russia. Uh, you, uh, what, do you, what do you believe on this? I believe that. You do? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah
2: uh because because i i, I, I it would be nice if like because everyone was saying well, well they want to get into world war three well i mean this would have been an opportunity if they wanted to say these were russian sure right I, I well they were I
1: did you see how many people were like That's ukrainians were saying there were some yeah zelensky basically said yeah that. but zelensky I mean, was either lied to or he is
2: lying right but i mean i think there's the other side of this too that could be that like maybe some cooler heads are prevailing Yeah, no, that's just good. Really uh, good, you know. I really don't want World War III.
1: No, neither do (laughs) I. I'm
2: anti. World War III. That's just a stance I have and some people will wow. disagree. It's Look, I don't want to take brave stances like this every day. It just it puts me in a very difficult <laughs> position. You and know, you're anti-nuclear missile. I am anti- well getting hit with them yeah. 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 I don't yeah. want to get hit with them. Yeah, You're not I'd against like to, having them. I, no, I like having them. Uh, yeah. I, do, I don't want to get hit with what them if I can help it. What a controversial statement. Look, I, I'm i the type of person who's going to stand up and, You're out on you, the you limb. You hear the song? Stand up. Yeah. It says it over and over <laughs> yeah. again. I'm standing up. Wow, good no for you. No nuclear missile missiles on my How house brave.
0: So my back
1: program